0: The Sunday Morning Linux Review with Mary Tomich
1: Tom Lawrence and Tony
0: Bemis as the Beaver. Uh, This is Tony Bemis and we are doing a special live YouTube uh, interview with uh, staff from the Ohio Linux Fest for 2018. Uh, It's uh, a Linux Fest that I love going to, and uh, I've been there uh, five or six times, and uh, I'm just glad we finally were able to get an interview put together, and we can all sit down and talk. Uh, So today with us, we have uh, Beth, uh, and I, you know, maybe we should have talked about, I'm really bad at pronunciation, so I'm going to probably kill your last name, Etcher?
2: Beth Lynn Eicher. (laughs) All right.
0: Uh, We have... Susan Rose, and Vance. Van, Vance Kokenderfer, <laughs> I won't make
3: you attempt it.
0: All right, thank you. And we also have uh, Rafiq Reeman.
4: R- R- Rafiq Reeman. All right, thank you. Um,
0: uh, so I guess uh, what we'll start with a little bit is a, l- a little bit of history about Ohio Linux Fest. And uh, Beth, you're the president right now, so and you've been around Probably the longest that I remember seeing people around. Uh, so I will let you take that.
2: All right, fantastic. So the Ohio Linux Fest is and always was, and it, from its inception, what we call an interlug gathering, where it really made sense from the members of the Canton user group to communicate with other area logs. There was a Youngstown log and a Cleveland log that they were particularly chummy with at the time. But they recognized the pattern that if they could actually pull together their excitement and their resources, then they could recruit really awesome talent to do a really awesome Linux users group meeting and only just limit it to once a year. Um, And again, the idea was to have it be a Linux users group meeting. Um, Nothing like a big professional conference, which it turned out to be, (laughs) which it is, too. So um, what they decided to do is partner with the open source club at the Ohio State University to put on a one-day bonanza of Linux-related talks. I think that there was... Um, The Linux Terminal Server project, people came down for that. And one of the core developers that was part of the first initial Mozilla release had spoke at that. And Paul Ferris, who was part of the launch of Linux Today, that media source, if you're familiar with that. Um, those were the, the core people who made up the stage from my memory of the first Ohio Linux Fest. I personally almost did not go. I almost did not go because I was closing on a house sometime around September, October, and and I just didn't want to take a seat that would otherwise be taken by somebody else. So I didn't register in time for the deadline and then it turned out to be that it was going to be available that weekend. I was working at Carnegie Mellon School of Computer Science at the time. So I sent um, the folks an emails saying hi, I realized I, re- I didn't, Get the registration deadline, but I would very much love, love, love to be able to attend and represent Western PA Linux Users Group. Will you have me? Well, you know, when you email from Carnegie Mellon School of P- Computer Science, people pay attention. Mm-hmm. So they said, oh, yes, absolutely. You can attend the first Ohio Linux Fest, but um, you gotta do something for me first by, you know, getting me an admission to Carnegie Mellon School of Computer Science. Oh. They were just oh. kidding, of course, but uh, I I came and I observed and I opened my big mouth at the end of the night, mm-hmm. saying, "Well, how is it that you can continue to um to put this on in and, and put this on for free? Because I want to um to make sure that this is a this." a sustainable project well um i kept in touch with the organizers even though i was from pennsylvania over email and irc and i somehow got sucked into being the first treasurer of the ohio linux fest that's how i got to be on the board of the ohio linux fest and um Ever since then, I have been a core fixture, and I can still consider myself a founder of the Ohio Linux Fest because it's quite um, the, the movement that is inspired not only other Linux festivals but other technical conferences all around, and it's just uh, and complete honor and a privilege to be able to serve the community in this capacity. So thank you. Thank you for coming and attending and and having us on the show.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this is awesome. Um, uh, Yeah, I, the, the history is, is pretty. you know, I, I went to the second one and and I remember hearing a little bit about, you know, it started off and then uh, it was, Was the second one, the first one at the convention hall, or the convention, what is it called, uh, center,
2: at Columbus? The second one was at the Hyatt Regency Columbus, which is situated in the greater Columbus Convention Center area. which it also has its own convention space and is connected under the same roof. So it's rather ambiguous sometimes as to which building you're standing in Um, at any given time. But the second Ohio Linux Fest was not, in fact, at the Ohio State University because the student group that put it on very successfully, the first year, was not able to execute on booking the room in a timely fashion. Mm -hmm. And that's when I had to do a lot of scrambling and a lot of begging and even um, a six-page email to John Magdog Hall asking for a grant from Linux International to see if there'd be any availability for some cash assistance to make sure that the second annual Ohio Linux Fest was going to be a go. Mm. Due to um, how we didn't necessarily plan to be in a situation where we would have to cough up money to reserve a venue. But now, because we've been doing it for so long, we have the financial security to say, yes, not only will we be able to perform at the, the same levels, but we will continue to um, to perform by bringing more guests to the state of Ohio and the city of Columbus. We will continue to perform by bringing new Speakers and new ideas to the Ohio Linux Fest and new attendees and people who've never heard of free software.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I remember uh, seeing him a, a couple of times there as a, a speaker and, and being around John Mad Dog. Uh, and he's always he's a, a really good guy uh, for this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, a couple of times that he had um, spoke, he had issued us a challenge which was that you got to bring in a Microsoft user to the conference. And I'm sure that that challenge still um, remains to this day. But if you check out the schedule, we have what I would qualify as a historic event. We have Bridget Crumbald from Microsoft, specifically the Azure team who will be giving a talk about the, the community around containers in DevOps, And how um, you really need to look at um, and value community even in 2018 when it comes to free software. Which, uh, if you told me, goodness... um, Fifteen years ago, when I first got involved in the Ohio Linux Fest, that we would not only have somebody from Microsoft talking about that, but also keynoting. I would tell you that pigs are flying, mm-hmm. but uh, we we are in a completely new future, and I, I see that all around the schedule of the Ohio Linux Fest, and I'm re- very excited about. That
0: cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited about it, and uh, I think that's really cool. So, uh, so this year, 2018, uh, we are just uh, how many days away? We're seven days from when the convention starts for the Ohio Linux Fest. And uh, I'm sure you guys have been really busy on getting everything together and and get that going. Uh, Is there anything exciting that's uh, happening this year that you haven't seen uh, in the past? Or, um, uh, yeah, we can start there.
2: Well, I'll expand more what I said about that this is a a new future here. We've got uh, talks about Several talks about Internet of Things, uh, tiny um, single board Linux, um, computer vision, wallet cryptography, blockchain, and also looking even deeper into the future, such as getting kids involved with computing. all in all, I, I'd say that this is a a lineup where we are not only seeing how far we've come as a free software movement, but knowing that there is so so much to do now with the ubiquity of Linux. And so much to be excited about that we we need to keep going with this momentum.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. And uh, that's uh, one of the reasons I want to do my little part on having the podcast is to to share information and try to convince or, um, you know, get other people to be part of it. Um, and I can see, you know, getting kids into it is is really, it is important. And we bring more people in. And I see a few of the talks coming up, uh, talking about Raspberry Pis and, uh, you know, cartoon animation. Uh, I can see how that can be things that, uh, you know, interested for for kids to be trying out. So that's two talks coming up. Um, personally, I do a lot with uh, uh, security, or more professionally, I do. I'm uh, network security at uh, a hospital so I, I love sitting in on the the security type talks and I can see uh, there's uh, a couple um, that I'm interested in. the social engineering that's uh, that's pretty interesting to me and uh, and um, you know managing IT security octopus so that that you know those are uh, things I'm really interested in, in checking out but there's so many talks uh, one, two, three, four, five,
2: six, well, seven, I'm seven, going seven. to direct your attention to two o'clock at, on Friday. There's the compliance automation with uh, Simp. So Simp is an open source project based on Puppet that automates the compliance for NIST guides, such as the big honking and otherwise complexing 853A for an entire ecosystem, whether it be um, a, a lot of on-premise cloud or even a hybrid environment or heck even a high performance computing system. It, it seems like a, an awesome project to be oh, worth checking out, especially if you've got um, Compliance to be concerned about at your hospital.
0: Yeah, that does look interesting. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to take get down there on Friday uh, during the day, but I'll be there Friday evening uh, if everything works out. Um, so, but that's cool. Yeah, definitely. And so, what you're talking about on Saturday or on Friday is the day of um, uh, what do you call it? the uh, the early penguins. Uh yeah. Yeah, so the early penguins and the uh, Ohio Linux Fest Institute. You can come in for training or get uh, extra couple extra talks in, right, uh, on Friday. But, and then the main uh, fest is on Saturday. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's just there's a lot of content there that looks really nice.
2: Yeah, we're pretty yeah. excited about it. Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, hopefully you'll be able to join us. So one of the things uh, that I'm involved with uh, this year in past years, I've been I've been working on recruiting the speakers for the for the main conference. Uh, this year, I, I decided to work on the birds of a feather sessions. We've traditionally had those on on Friday night, and we're going to do that again this year, starting at six o'clock. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, six o'clock. And those are, uh, it, it's a pretty freeform kind of a thing. Uh, really, the intention is for people who are interested in a particular topic to get together. And you just kind of be able to, to to find one another and, and be able to discuss that topic. Some of them can be, if you want them to be, they can be more structured and actually have something to present. or it could just be a simple round table kind of a thing where you just get, uh, you know, uh, probably the best example of that is uh, there's going to be one on the text editor VIM and and the full description for that, that the guy proposed was uh, VIM is awesome discuss. (laughs) So, you know, it, we we have a, a really nice lineup we've been able to uh get more sessions this year than in the past so we're hoping to to generate a little bit more interest in that uh, we've got uh a, a couple that are really neat uh and that are um sort of in a it, going in a little bit different direction so we've got one one speaker who's who's uh works for a school district and they've been rolling out uh, Chromebooks in place of using MacBook Airs, And so he's going to talk about their experience and how uh, Chromebooks and uh, other Linux desktops could be used in, in education.:
0: yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah, I love Chromebooks in education. It's, it's so ideal, and, and all the infrastructure that Google's built around it for um, managing those also is, is ideal.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and we've had we've had some talks in the past about uh, education, uh, you know, using Linux and other open source software and education, and and that's always as you mentioned earlier, uh, that's the the next generation. So we need to we need to reach out to those folks.
1: We've had a generation of people um, in the Ohio Linux Fest um, starting at two thousand three, with this being the sixteenth. Ohio Linux Fest. There's people who have grown up in their careers with um, the resources and the friendships that they've made along the way through Ohio Linux Fest. So um, as we're all getting older, uh, we do need to keep um, keep the uh, flow with with new and younger people uh, becoming as excited and as chance with um, open source software as as the rest of us have been. I just want to shoot up um, a picture here of uh, the birds of the feather um, that Vance was just talking about, the um, the bur- Oop, the bird birds of the feather. Um. It's a mirror Use inside it. a mirror. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, the application window, window. There you go.
3: Okay. And then click birds of a feather topics.
1: Okay, all right, I'm sorry. uh the birds of the feather uh topics um are pretty fascinating there and and they have uh nine listed so far and uh, you can still apply for evaluation of your birds of a feather topic or come up to the desk if there's still room available um the uh friday afternoon before before the birds of the feather you can uh, go ahead and uh, sign up for um, space availability for your group. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. So if you go to the news section of the web page, you can see that um, that article. And hopefully, at some point, we might have a little grid put up on the schedule page with what's going on with Birds of a Feather. So, um, I, I don't want to talk too much about OLFI because Rafik is here and he's the, the, uh, the, the chairperson for OLFI but I imagine the people's heads are going to be like so crammed full of uh, great information at the end of OLFI they may or they may just want to leave but uh, right afterwards there's, um, there's the uh, happy hour, there's the lightning talk rounds and then there's the birds of the feather opportunities so to uh, please check that out. Uh, before leaving, if you're one of the many people that have enrolled in OLFI. So maybe Rafiq could take it from here.
4: <laughs> yeah, actually, I think people would be more energized after attending the OLFI. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: good that's, point.
4: That's what I am hoping for.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: uh, but OLFI is one of the key areas of uh, Ohio Linux Fest. I have been working with the organization for the past five years. But for the last two years, I have been managing uh, Ohio Linux Fest Institute. These are the training courses that we have on Fridays. Um, the best thing about these training courses is that these are one day long training courses. There's a lot of information that people can absorb in one day. And um, we believe that this is probably the best value for people's time and money that we provide. uh, Very affordable uh, price points, excellent speakers, excellent content. And uh, we have been working very hard to diversify the topics. So you mentioned you are working in information security and related fields. Uh, We actually have um, three courses this year um, that are related to Information security, as I mentioned, we are trying to diversify not only having open source, but also giving people options if they want to go for certifications like CISSP and security, um, like um, uh, Linux certifications, um, and at the same time, giving them the opportunity to uh, get a little bit deeper into the areas that they are looking for. So, for example, this year we have uh, courses around um, Linux containers. Uh, we have courses around bash shell programming. Um, mm-hmm. We are covering a number of um, pen testing, ethical hacking type courses, and so on. And what I am very excited about this year is that uh, the last two years we are growing this program quite rapidly. We had more than 25% growth last year. This year, we are expecting more than 50% growth in this program. So that shows the quality of these courses, the affordability of these courses, and uh, the interest that people are taking. So I'm very excited. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed you are coming uh, Friday evening. I wish you could come Friday morning. So I know. I- maybe you can. Maybe you can sit with one of those uh, courses and see, you know, uh, the quality of the uh material as well as the speakers so you know, i'm
0: looking at i'm looking at that list now and uh i'm thinking my boss might cover one of those so maybe i will be there on friday morning sure the the we'll P mini boot camp looks really good mm-hmm. and maybe be right up um i actually have a uh my master's in information assurance so that's right up that same alley
4: awesome uh, yeah
1: you know if, if you go to his uh webs- what with the page about uh OLFI, if you scroll down a little bit, there's a letter for your boss <laughs> that oh, can help you get now. the day off, you know, for to attend OLFI. So um, we get it that people are working that day, but um, there's a, a nice little letter that you can tweak and give to your boss about all the advantages that the yeah. company will have by you attending.
4: <laughs> yeah, We're trying to make it easier for people to, you know, get the funding that they need to attend these courses have the quality education. We are also focusing quite a bit, Susan has done a fantastic job this year for marketing side, uh, social media presence and so on. So this is uh, going very well. I am actually extremely happy with the progress that we have made in the OLFA program this year. So looking forward to it. Only one week left.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, other, the other thing that's a little bit new is, um, there's the uh, LPI certification um, boot camp, but we also have two opportunities on Saturday to take the uh, LPI certification test. And uh, we always had that at, at um, Ohio Linux Fest, but LPI has put it out on their webpage that um, that they will be there for proctored tests, and and you don't have to miss a, a talk that you really want to, wanted to see because if it was in the afternoon, you have a morning choice or an afternoon choice to take the certification test. So, so you're not just you know in one opportunity to take the uh, certification test on Saturday. Yeah. So that's very cool.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I did do the LPI boot camp one time there at uh, OLFI. I do remember that now, and uh, I took the. I went to take the test, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not a very good test taker, so I, I didn't <laughs> pass. But um, Uh, That would also be a a good chance to try it again.
4: Yeah. 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 One thing, if you're coming Friday morning, uh, unlike uh, Beth and Susan and other people who are very visible, I am usually hiding somewhere, so So you may have to ask for me. (laughs) Okay. I I would like to meet you in person.
0: All right. Uh, And the the other thing that I always remember about Ohio Ohio Linux Fest is the happy hours that you guys have. it's I it's it just blows my mind that you guys are able to put on such a great party, and you still don't charge for the for entrance, or you know it's very minimal for registration, where uh, you know other conventions is you know thousands of dollars, and you guys uh, are able to pull it off with with just the sponsors that you guys run. That's uh, it. You know it's always amazing to me how you guys do that.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, a couple of the ways that we're able to do that is one, we have our our sponsors there, the people they'll they'll be there at the expo hall that and where where the, the, the Friday evening happy hour is going to be held. So you can always come and and visit our exhibitors. Uh, we also have when you're uh, registering, you can register for free. The the enthusiast level of registration is name your own price. So if if you want to chip in some money there. That that helps us out a lot. Uh, we also have what we call the supporter package, uh, which is uh, I forget the I forget the uh, cost now for that. Do you know off the top of your head?
1: I think it's uh, started out one forty nine. Now it might be one ninety nine. Some, something something like that. For the supporter package. Um, and that
3: gets you a couple little perks, like it gets you uh, lunch on on Friday and Saturday, and and gets you a T shirt. Um, but basically it's, it's a way for people to, to just kick us in some extra money to, to help the conference, uh, keep going. So, uh, you know, we get, and and then we also have people buying raffle tickets. So it's, uh, it's a combination of, uh, those people who those attendees who, who kick in, uh, some extra cash for us and, and also the sponsors. Um, but we do, you know, it is important to us that people, are able to uh, attend for free if they if they you know they're not able to to contribute contribute any anything financially. So uh, we've always wanted to make that make that available.
1: Right. Yeah. We also want to thank our our uh, speakers and our educators, our instructors that donate their time to um, to provide um, the best. They really. They really put their heart yeah. and soul into it. They provide the best quality. And um the instructors are great, but the speakers are too. And some of our speakers are actually uh former keynoters that they just keep coming back and, and uh and get better and better. So um so we want to thank that. And actually the whole staff is all volunteer. I know a lot of us are uh not we say we're a nonprofit, but nonprofits do have salaries for their, for their, uh, charities, but all of us are totally volunteer. We, we, uh, buy our own hotel rooms. <laughs> we we pay, pay for our own gas and, and, uh, anyhow, um, it's a labor of love, but it is, uh, definitely worth the effort.
4: Yeah. That's what I was going to mention about the volunteer part, everybody donating time and, and pulling off such an event. Um, it takes like, year-long preparation and countless meetings and hours so volunteers are the people who make it happen um, and it, it is really something that you know at least for me one of the attraction um, and satisfaction that I feel like this is the only event where you can have uh, quality programs um, diversity of thought, diversity of speakers, and you can still attend for free. Uh, and this is the true spirit of the open source and free software to having a conference that is free to attend for people. Um, and it's unbelievable um, that people pull it off every year.
0: I, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that statement. That it's um, right right at the heart of open source, you know, freezing and beer and freeze and freedom. And um, you guys really pull that off, good. Um. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm getting excited about coming out there and seeing you guys. Um, you guys have anything else you want to talk about it? Um,
1: well, just briefly for anybody who's still planning on coming out here, um, even though our block of rooms was uh, was sold out uh thankfully um by going to our website with friends slash hotels uh you can try clicking on the um the hyatt hotel link because there are some rooms that are less expensive than what it would be at the hyatt.com uh website and if somebody should for whatever reason uh cancel a reservation that was in our block uh, there might be a room that still pops up I just saw one the other night Friday night there was one uh, at the regular uh, discounted price but uh, they they come and go but uh, Beth has also um, uh, networked with uh, experience Columbus and if there's a link on our slash hotel page and if you click on that it's not just this groovy thing about oh how wonderful Columbus is but there is actually a hotel search bar in that for downtown hotels embedded. And there's some very good prices in there. Some of them, uh, you know, almost what what our discount was. So so uh, check that out in the um, Experience Columbus website. That's uh, right on our hotel uh, page at uh, www.OhioLinux.org. <laughs> so uh, so uh, before we say goodbye, I just want to say it's been a pleasure talking with you on facebook page facebook group linkedin google plus twitter <laughs> all of those places and um sometimes i forget how i communicated with somebody Jeez, was it email was it direct message was it a twitter message how was i talking to that person but um but uh it's all good and um uh, and i'm proud to be part of this organization and uh and uh, be um, representing Ohio Linux Fest as a uh, social media community chair. And we do have community, I have to say that. And, and I am already looking forward to uh, 2019. <laughs> so with that.
0: <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, so that's awesome. Any, uh, any other last words or we can uh, close it out?
4: No, I just, just wanted to say thank you to you for this opportunity and being on this podcast. Uh, looking forward to the event and looking forward to see you on Friday. Awesome,
0: yes, thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, and so again, uh, this, is, this has been uh, one our Fresh Looks episode for uh, Ohio Linux Fest 2018. And uh, to get more information about it, you can Google Ohio Linux Fest. That's usually how I find it. Or you could type in OhioLinuxFest.org
1: No, no, Uh, ohiolinux.org. Oh, you're right. Ohiolinux.org. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: As you can tell, I always Google it and I don't. uh, (laughs) I'm staring at it right now and I still said it wrong. (laughs) Uh, uh, Anyway, so thank you very much. See you guys later.
3: Okay. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to the Sunday Morning Linux Review. If you would like more information about this or other shows, go to smlr.us. Feel free to send comments to show at smlr.us or give us a call at 734-258-7009.
1: I'm John Miller. If you don't like it,
0: you can bite
2: my
3: 8-bit metal ass.
2: That's bite with a Y. (laughs)